Ew, my laugh. Oh my gosh, Kelly. Stop. stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the echo. I wouldn't be stressing if oh. I couldn't hear myself. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, hear me out. Do you guys hear that motorcycle? Yes. I think I'm going to be extra weird because we just went through an hour of, like, actually talking about something, so I don't know how this is going to go. But. Yeah. First. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. First. Go off. <laughs> Who the hell was breathing so loud into the microphone last podcast? Hmm. I, I didn't hear it, it so it must have been know. me. <laughs> I didn't hear it either, so it might have no, been me. Away. No, not the one we just recorded. The Mamma Mia one. Oh. No, not the Mamma oh. Mia one. The Seed of Chucky one. one. Was I haven't it finished it. I don't know. You were messing with I your mic. Know. That's I probably what it was. Well, Luke was. No, there was someone going. It's probably me because I usually don't like hold my mic, and so I was holding it way closer than I usually do. So it's probably me. Okay, Yikes. I'm sorry. I did not but listen you to feel it. Bad about it. I did, did not listen to did it. Today, this, so I, I was going to say, did this uh, show that only Kelly listened to the podcast? <laughs> no, I, did. I didn't even I listen listened to it all the way. Oh, you did. Oh, you did. I listened to all of it. Yeah. How bad was the breathing for you, Matt? Was it was it bad? I didn't notice. Ah. There was a point where that's all I could focus on. Ah, that's what it was. <laughs> Fixate on it. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, also, go to our other podcast, In the Dark, where we're actually kind of seriously talking about something, which is weird. And if you've never this seen Dark, show called go watch dark. the Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go watch Netflix. I have no dark. idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, hear me out. This movie did something crazy, okay? Glass Enter yeah. did something crazy. It's yeah. two hours and 19 minutes, right? Way too long for me. It didn't actually feel it to me. I thought no, this one no. felt pretty short, yeah. which yeah. is very good because usually 220 I am dreading. And I was actually like, oh, it's already over. Like, by the time that they were concluding it and whatever, um, or not even concluding it, like, once they shifted to show the backstory um, yeah. of why he was actually there and everything... It was just, like, full run to the end, and, like, it honestly probably felt like an hour 50 to me and not 220. I think part Agreed. of that might be because, nice. like, it's, I agree. it's the, the change to when it shows the backstory is at exactly the halfway point. Is it so really? So I think it helps. Yeah, I looked, and so I think Ryan it helps Johnson keep your because of that. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't feel that way to me because... The beginning is slow on purpose, which I think is good. Yeah. But then it's like once it hits that point, I didn't realize that's halfway through because then it is like going crazy. Like so, the the pacing is really good, and the fact of like Mm -hmm. it is slow burn. I feel like for the first half, and then the second half is like fucking crazy roller coaster of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Well, even even in the slow burn though, I found a lot of stuff happening. It it was interesting. It all kept my attention very well. Your. Who liked this movie the most? <laughs> Who liked this wait, movie wait, wait, wait. You cut out a little. Did you say yorp? You said yorp. Oh, okay, okay, so. <laughs> All right, Luke, what did you think about this this film? I very, 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 very much enjoyed this film. <laughs> I, uh, um, it's a mystery movie, but also, like, it's done in the same way that Knives Out is, where, uh, you get more information as the movie goes along. And, but this one's different that I liked that it's, uh, Ben, Benoit. <laughs> he, he has the secret in this one. He's not trying to fig- he's trying to figure out what the mystery is, but he himself has a secret that he's keeping from the others. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was nuts. I really enjoyed this. I think I, I do like knives out better, but, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. 
that's how I feel. Kelly, what do you think? I thought this movie was really good. I love the how it was just chaos the entire time. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, my one weakness is movies shitting on rich people mm-hmm. made by and starring rich people. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they know. But they I know just, what they are. I love these. This movie was so fun and chaotic, and it was just like, fuck rich people. So. Yeah. I loved this, it. this movie was. I do feel like everyone on set was having a lot of fun. It just seems yes. that way with oh, the yeah. way that they were doing it. Yes. And almost more so in, than Knives Out in a way, just with the way that they were filming this. Um, I'm with. There are more my, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, cameos. I'm. Oh my god! There's so. Many. <laughs> we'll talk about the cameos. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm more. I'm with Luke. Where I like that. Um, knives out a little bit more. Um, especially probably because it was like, oh shit, this is like way different than anything else, and it was the first time we had seen it. Um, anything like that. But this one's still yeah. very good. And, like, Ryan Johnson just knows how to make entertaining movies, honestly. Yes. Like, just keep you intrigued honestly. the entire time. Yeah. Like, I like Knives Out a lot more, actually. Like, I think it's in my top 20 movies, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that this was a great direction to go with it. Because it feels mm-hmm. like Knives Out, but it feels different enough. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree. Like, oh, it's yeah. not a copy. It's not a copy. It feels like... You could just tell it is also Ryan Johnson. Like, it feels like a follow-up, but it's very different. And the problem that I was, like, worried about was that it was just going to feel too much like Knives Out, in a way. Like, plot points and stuff. Um, Or it would not feel like Knives Out whatsoever. And they kind of, like, found the balance of, like, the tone feels the same. It feels like it's directed by him. But, um it is very different than Knives Out still. So I think they, like, he found it perfectly of, like, let's just make this completely different, but also, like, feel like it's in the same universe for sure. Yeah, but also just have fun with it. Yes. You know? For sure. Matt, I feel like you always have stuff to say about these movies when we don't really know <laughs> what to say, so you want to... Oh, yeah, I do. I was it. just waiting because I wanted... I, I do have things to say. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I'm with you guys there where I do like Knives Out more, but this was so much fun. Um, yeah. And it's that... It seems like they're having a great time, but everything is also so meticulously planned out that nothing feels yeah. <laughs> out of left field. It all feels earned when you get to it. Um. And, like, it's interesting because this genre is one that's very easy to, to mess up because it, it's been, the murder mystery has been done so much. It's been done to death. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Johnson has found a way to make it his own and make it so entertaining. Um, I love, too, that everything that gets set up in the beginning, well, most of it at least, comes back around towards the end where, like, they gave you the answers all along, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's very interesting, because, like, even Leslie Odom Jr., who is great, by the way, um, was in Murder on the Orient Express, and oh, now he's right. in this. Which I find funny, because Murder on the Orient is a remake of, like, you know, it, that was super popular back back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, that era, right? And this is kind of just the modern version of that. So, I think so that's, fun. that's what I was going to say is a good 
contrast to what these movies could be is yeah. like murder on the orient express and death on the nile that they are very kind of cookie cutter whodunit which mm-hmm. is fine and it's like if if you like that shit you like that shit like i saw murder <laughs> once and i was like eh, and then i did not have any interest on death on the Nile, right. I have interest on Death on Denial, but not <laughs> not the Kenneth yes, Branagh yes. movie. But <laughs> like, it's like very they're coming out at the same times, but the two like opposites, where you can have Couldn't like the very different. very typical who done it on Kenneth's way, or you could go Ryan Johnson and make it like totally fresh with how he does it. I think it also feels like very of our time period because the characters. At least, especially in this one, I could define characters and be like, I, I know a celebrity that that character reminds me of. Yeah. It's clearly, mm-hmm. you know, inspired uh, by it, and so I don't know. That makes it more feel like, yeah, this is definitely a 2020s movie. I think that this is the only movie that has COVID as a plot point that I like. <laughs> right. I was about to point. <laughs> I was going to point out usually. that. Yeah. <laughs> what but other movies do would... it? What other movies? No, it's been more TV. A lot of yeah. TV shows have done it <laughs> recently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's really hilarious that in this world, Benoit Blanc is good friends with Natasha Lyonne. Um, Nat- yes, Natasha Lyonne, Stephen Sondheim, Angela Lansbury, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Abdul- <laughs> playing yeah. Among Us with Benoit Blanc <laughs> in the bathtub. That, that's... Another thing, too, it Blanc's, him saying Clue is a shitty game and being terrible yeah. at Among Us while being the world's best detective is really funny. <laughs> um, that, that also was, like, later when he absolutely, like, destroys Miles' game, like, immediately. But that's, like, not a part of it where, like... When you don't know where the direction is going to take, it's like, oh, Miles, like, could have set this up. You know, you don't know, because that's before everything's revealed. So it's like, oh, maybe that was part of it. Maybe Miles set it up and was purposely bad for some reason or whatever. But no, it's just, like, was so easily set up for um, Benoit. Um, And the fact that, like, throughout it, he's just like, wow, Miles is a fucking idiot. And the way that he just keeps saying that at the end and just, like, everything's so stupid that he did... (laughs) Just makes it like me, well, me want to rewatch it because it's like, just because it's well, dumb. <laughs> it's great too because like even at the beginning he says, every this whole thing is like a glass onion. It seems layered, but really it's really super obvious. And like when you get down to it, it is like that should have been like yeah. Yeah. looking at what's going on. That should be your first thought. And you're like, well, it can't be that. That's too simple. <laughs> so do you guys know the Beatles song Glass Onion? No, it's the third song on the White Album, right? I don't know. Damn I just... <laughs> I don't know what Sorry. album and what number song it album. is, Mark. I, what that was <laughs> I know what it's about. I Okay, wait. I, I do want to clarify. I didn't know that, and I heard it like a couple weeks ago. Someone was like, that's a song on the White Album, and that's why I know. You said, that's the third song on it's the It's because I looked it up when I heard it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, it's basically... The band making fun of... The entire song is basically the band making fun of fans who look too deeply into their lyrics. That's fantastic. And it plays at the end of the movie. And so that also adds an extra layer to it. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. Uh, It's great because I also like the whole thing where he was saying that uh, Miles is using words incorrectly. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I didn't notice. Oh, no. I just kind of like just went along with (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> I went along with it, but there was one time during his monologue, 
that foreshadows the breaking and breaking. But during the entire monologue, I almost went to Luke and went, did you understand anything that he just said? I was like, am I stupid or is that on purpose? So I didn't say anything because I was like, what if I'm the dumb one? Kelly, I've had so many moments of that of like, I'm just not going to say anything in case it comes off really dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I would have uh, looked so smart of... if I pointed it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. <laughs> That's the risk you run. Um, speaking of looking dumb, I love Benoit's like, oh, I'm just like, uh, I'm just happy to be here act. Because then when you find out later that he's yeah. just like, it's a facade. He's yeah, like, I'm going to put on my country bumpkin act. <laughs> that did feels like very different than his character in the first one of like, I, I'm so happy to be here and everything. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that it was like that. Because it was like, it just feels different than how he acted in the first one. It, yeah, you know, like it could have been, I don't know. I just like that it was not actually him acting like that of like being super appreciative of and everything. He was actually just having playing a game himself. So, right. Um. Also, do we now want to bring up the uh, two cameos that I I enjoyed very much? Yeah, do it. Which um, there was even well, more. Well, there were more. Well, I two that I could think of off the top of my head. Sorry, everyone sounds robotic to me right now. Me yeah, too. Yeah, it's really Does, bad. Everyone oh, else really? hear that? Okay. It doesn't sound like that to me. So hopefully, it's not recording that way. Okay. I guess we'll find out. Um, just wanted to just wanted to make sure. Um, okay, so uh, the first one was Ethan Hawke because I was convinced he had a yeah. more important role in the plot because I was like, <laughs> it's Ethan Hawke, <laughs> and he never Apparently... comes back after the one scene. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but I read that he wasn't supposed to be in the movie. He was just near filming location, so they were just like, you want to come on and Hilarious. shoot stuff into people's mouth? <laughs> Which is so Because you don't really... I know, like, because, like, that, that could have been played by anybody at all. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Ethan Hawk. laughs> and then later on, when Hugh Grant shows up, I was like... Yes, yes. yes. Really good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I definitely... I would I would have been so pissed if they gave Blanc a partner and it was anybody but Hugh Grant. I that was another one where yes. it's even funnier because he's only in it for maybe ten seconds. Maybe and I know I know he has a name, Philip, but Luke and I are convinced that Blanc is married to the Hugh Grant. He, it yes. is Hugh Grant himself. Yes, <laughs> it is Hugh Grant. Yes, <laughs> that was just like. Yeah, like it almost took me a second to process because I was like, "Wait a minute, Hugh Grant's in this movie." <laughs> um, I didn't realize until right now that one of the people that um, oh, who was it? What was her name? Sorry, guys. Birdie. When oh she was around all of her friends, when she was all around all of her friends, one of them was Yo Yo Ma. Yes, I did. That was Yo Yo Ma. Yo Yo Ma. I was didn't like, know that, that was Yo Yo Ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, guys. I didn't I don't know. know. I believe. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's really funny. Holy crap. That is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know what? The other I think cameo... that just proves. Yeah, go ahead. Am I delayed? No, you're good. No, you're fine. Now. Okay. Um, the other cameo I can think of is Serena Williams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where she was <laughs> really well played, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it just really goes to show that I think 
people really loved the original Knives Out, and they're just like, yeah, I'll do five seconds of a Ryan, of the next one. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what makes me really happy is that people shat on The Last Jedi, right? And yeah. he was supposed to do, like, he was supposed to do that, his other trilogy, and then it got, like, development hell because people didn't like Last Jedi, so then he just does Knives Out and Glass Onion instead, and he's making yes. the third one. And, like, instead of, like, it's just funny because this is what he... Right now, he would probably be making Star Wars movies, and instead he's releasing these kind of bangers, which is, Thank like, God. super nice. <laughs> it's super I good. Um, and apparently that's still development hell, so I don't know if he's going to do that. It has not mm. been fully canceled yet, but it's, like, it's just nice that that's what he's doing instead, is these movies. Yes. Guys, I love seeing Edward Norton again, also. <laughs> I think he's a really good actor, and I really yeah. enjoy watching him. <laughs> yes. Isn't he kind of iffy as a person? Uh, I think he got a bad rep, but like I think a lot of it was conjecture. I think I don't know how much of it was true. How yeah, much was I'd, him just being like kind of blackballed? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not knowledgeable enough to speak Me on either. it. But yeah. what I know about him isn't bad. Okay, right. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, but um, he seems like he's having fun with this cast, and everyone oh seems like they're having God. fun. So with, that's good to see. With the- the fucking Fight Club painting behind him. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't notice. It's not it's exactly the Fight ripped, Club, but, but it's, it's essentially. Yeah, it's that's stupid. oh oh oh. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's so. I got you. How about when he said that he bought the guitar that Paul McCartney wrote Blackbird on, and then just throws it into the sand? Yeah. <laughs> Spiritually the same as when Justin Long threw the laptop. Uh, yes. Ariana, yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> Um, oh, I have man. one more cameo to tell you guys. I don't know if you okay, knew. Okay. No. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is credited as the hourly dong. <laughs> oh, the dong. <laughs> he made the dong sound. Oh, because he was in Looper. and Black. Yeah, he was also yeah. the voice yeah. in Knives Out. Guys, when Marta's great. sister's watching a TV show, it's his voice on oh, a TV Was it really? Show. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my God. So he's hourly dong. That's very funny. Um, The guy who... Um, the captain of the ship mm-hmm. that drives them there. You guys know who that is, yes? No. Who is that? Guys, it's Fernando from Mamma Mia 2. Are you oh, kidding? Holy <laughs> shit! Wait, what? Yes, it's Fernando. No. <laughs> hold on, hold the phone. Scroll to it. Scroll to that part right now. I'm go. Okay. I think I passed it already. Hold on. Let me go back. Um, it's Let at, me look at his face. It's, it's, at like it's Andy Garcia. Are you... Is it? It looks like him. I don't think that's Andy Garcia. I feel like that looks exactly Mark. Come on, you know what's funny? Trini and I both said that, like individually. Like we're like, oh yeah, that's to fact check things before you say. Okay, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Maybe I'm just too excited about Mama Mia. It was because of Greece, Mark. It was Greece. Mark, I unfortunately he's not. It's not credited on his IMDb. I suck, guys. I suck. I'm not telling you. (laughs) It does. It does look a little bit like him, though. I will give you that. I'm not speaking. Okay. Um, that I found funny, but I also was like, okay, but like he didn't really mean anything to the plot. And that was just the guy who was staying with Miles at his home. How'd you guys Darryl. feel about him? Daryl, thank you. Yeah, Daryl. Daryl was straight me, vibing. Kelly told me that he is in Knives Out. Yeah, he's Trooper from Knives Out. Uh, who was Trooper again in that movie? Lakeith Stanfield's partner. Police partner. Oh, really? So oh, he pulled a Don Mancini. Oh, that's funny. 
Just yeah. using the same actor. <laughs> I like I did find him funny, but but I thought he was gonna be more important to the plot because well, he kept showing up and then he, <laughs> he just kind of was there. That's Damn. what I like because they <laughs> they said he's not a part of the experience at the beginning. So when he wasn't a part of the experience, That's, I thought that was great. That is funny because they the whole point of the movie is like we're telling you all the information. Stop looking so hard into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's so funny. I did think it was so I got my brain in a pretzel a little bit because was I was it was a like, wetzel. It was a wetzel pretzel. So <laughs> we have Andy and Helen, right? The twins. Mm-hmm. I I got it in my head. I was like, "Whoa! What if it act? What if she actually doesn't have a twin, and this is just Andy, and she lied to Benoit about her her death because it never went out in the papers?" Whoa! And and then it the news broke that they, <laughs> that Andy had died. And I was like, "Okay, I'm wrong." The n- Forget news me. broke <laughs> that you were just stupid. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's a part it of the fun, funny. though. It is funny to me because the whole, like, oh, you have a twin is, like, a thing from Mysteries that's kind of been twisted into, like, a soap opera thing. And so I like that Ryan Johnson used it in his own way here. Because, like, he uses all the old tropes, but he kind of turns them on their head. Mm -hmm. I like that. Male voiceover speakers, dong. Just knowing that's Joseph (laughs) Cronin-Love is really dong. (laughs) (laughs) I also, Um, like... Watching through this too, with like him being like the cocky asshole, Miles being like the cocky asshole, and just knowing that he has no idea what he's talking about and making up words now just makes it so much better. Like, I feel like this one's gonna be really good on rewatch too. Oh, yeah. for sure, especially because you're yeah. trying to figure out who it is and everything. And it's kind of like they're telling you, like, it's kind of obvious on purpose that it's him. And so, like, rewatching it too, I think it's gonna be good. And knowing that, um, that, uh, Andy is, mm-hmm. uh, Wait, is Andy Helen or is Helen Andy playing it? Helen, Helen is pretending, pretending to, be to be Andy. Okay, yeah. Um, knowing that, too, like, I think this one, like Knives Out, is just going to be fun to rewatch. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, Miles uh, doesn't have an original idea the entire movie. No, not at all. From mm-hmm. the start. I, no, uh, because he burns Kelly... the paper right after, mm-hmm. oh, shit, what, uh, Lionel suggests that. Why didn't he just burn it? Right. Yeah, he doesn't think for himself at all. Uh, how much <laughs> um, How much do you think Elon Musk was the uh, caricature for this? Oh, jeez. 97, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, you guys aren't going to... Uh, the Dave Bautista character reminded me of one person specifically that I don't want to mention. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I, I'm not going to yeah. mention their I name. I don't know where you're going for. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's clearly that person. And so... When uh, Dave Bautista died, I was like, you know what? Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) His opening line of the movie is, I don't hate boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I thought it was great later, Catherine Hahn's reaction. She's like, oh, my God. I know the headline's going to be like, governor found with men's right activist dead on private (laughs) island during COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Something I wanted to ask. Did you guys notice the cup thing, the glass thing, the first no. time? So, no. Not all they got me. So Trini saw it. <gasps> really? And That's she was cool. like, so we're talking about the glass, and so he died. Um, 
Dave Bautista died, and she was like, he handed him the glass. Like she was like, I saw him. He handed him the glass. Like he's Damn. he's the killer. He's the killer. And then they showed oh, us the cool. other thing. They showed us the other thing, and she was like, I must have seen it wrong. So it she literally was like audience, like Damn. what they're trying to do of like, no, you saw it wrong. So she was like, I must have seen it wrong because they just showed me again. But like I thought I saw that, and so when they showed it again, she's like, I fucking knew it. Like I saw him do it, but it was <laughs> kind of straight cool. up. Yeah, it's gaslit <laughs> So it just was, like, kind of perfect because that's what they were trying to do in the movie was, like, all these characters were, like, he said what they saw and they believed it. And that's what happened with her. She was, like, I must have seen it wrong. But she was, like, sure that he had handed it to him. So, like, she was kind of, like, on Miles the whole time. Like, it was him because I saw this. And then was, like, I guess not. And then was, like, it was just so cool, too, because to see then it flash back and show the real thing and she was right all along. It was, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, saw that. that's, really that's cool. crazy. I didn't catch it. I knew that he put the glass close to him and he picked it up right away, but I thought what they showed me the second time was what had happened. I just believed them. God. Yep. Yeah, that's so good. it was really cool. <laughs> I was just like sitting next to her. We were super excited when it like revealed that she was right the first time. You also, I'm pretty sure you can see um, Dave Batista's phone in Miles' pocket. Yes, she, po- she pointed after. it out too. She was like, he doesn't have Trending. a phone and it's Damn. in her back pocket. Wow, she's way better at this than So we I kind am. of yeah. knew it was Miles for, like, most of it, because she literally well, yeah. was like, well, yeah, anyway. But she was also like, he has his phone in his back pocket. He didn't have a phone. And so it was like, oh, shit, you right. Yeah. I'm fucking clueless watching this, so I probably wouldn't even caught on to Miles the whole time. But <laughs> Guys, how about when they first go into the Glass Onion and Benoit is, like, looking into the sphere of, like, lights, and goes, oh, 2010, the year we made contact. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Maybe improv. That that might have been, like, the the hardest I laughed the whole movie. I'm like, oh, that's a pull. I think that's a famous, um... I think that's a famous... Whoa, whoa. Hold on, I'm gonna pause it until it's... I just think that that thing is in a museum. I think it's a real famous thing. Speaking of... There's a bunch of references to famous paintings throughout this movie. Not only, you know, obviously there's the Mona Lisa, but there's a bunch of (laughs) other, like, shots that are set up to look like um, uh, famous paintings. Like, when he's in the bath, it looks like the death of Marat. (laughs) I didn't realize. Um, Yeah, and just when they're at the table, it's like... I'll send the photo in the group chat. Thank you. When they're at the table, it's like the Last Supper. Oh. Luke, you pick up on that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was focusing on the Edward Norton Fight Club poster in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Poster um, painting. (laughs) uh, Miles has a Rothko painting that's in the back that's upside down. Is it upside down? It's upside down. Oh my god. I I knew it was Rothko. I didn't know it was upside down. An interesting thing, he has a painting, uh, which is actually a YouTube video that, uh, Mark, I played <laughs> when you were down, which is just music, but it was like when you're staring at nothing and you're thinking about something you said four years ago. Uh, oh, it was a painting so of a woman so... sitting and staring off into space, and that's in his bathroom, which is oh, interesting that he put a painting of a woman and hid it in the bathroom. Now, Luke, that that video was just... Not quite as good as the one of Mario, where it's completely like, <laughs> the broken boom up sound. and booms every like, occasionally. No, that that video will never be beat. That you guys like watched her. like forty five minutes of it. Yeah, we yeah, just had it on in the background, and it was just like would boom periodically, and I kept forgetting what was happening. <laughs> That's the best video ever. This is an yes. album cover to something called Death Consciousness. 
Uh, oh, I think it's also, you know the song Sisyphus that I sent you? Okay, whatever. I guess you don't look at my Sisyphus, 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 Sisyphus. Kelly, anyway. you're telling me a shrimp fried this race is my favorite joke of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know how to get you. <laughs> that and a cat doing human, human things. things. That's my Well, that's my favorite thing to think of. My favorite joke is you're telling me a shrimp fried this race. So... But about me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I love movies that, like, for just my idiot brain. I love movies that are, like, they just show you something, and then it's like, oh, behind the scenes, all this other shit was happening, like this movie. And then it just makes me want to rewatch it and just think about that shit when I watch it. Like, yeah. I love when it does that for some reason. Even, not with this movie, but even when it doesn't make sense in movies, I'm just, like, I rocks with it. Because I'm just like, oh, that's cool. They were there the whole time. Uh, Other than Mark, when Saw did like cats, um, You like cats doing human things? Absolutely. Let me see this. You should check it out. Ew! It was this. Watch the okay. video. <laughs> Ew, you've ruined it for me. You've ruined it. No, this one. Walter. This one's. Uh, this <laughs> one's bad. This one's bad, guys. <laughs> I hate this. Yes, man. I don't know if I like it anymore. Kevin. Can I, I? I have something about the movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. Not go. Um, I like that whiskey. Like we find out later, she's a much more complex character. Yeah. Um, because, like, she's painted as just, like, kind of just arm candy and kind of a, a not-so-intelligent character. And then when Helen's talking to her later, you find out she's like, oh, this is, like, I'm playing these people. Like, this is yeah. all for me. Yes. I was like, oh, that's I, good development. I like that, too, because at first I was confused because I was like, I know Ryan Johnson wouldn't do that. Right. <laughs> so it's right. like, so when's I, the scene coming where she turns like out to be that. the mastermind? <laughs> right. You knew it was coming. It had to have been. Oh, um, guys, there's a shot of Dave Bautista's uh, hand really close, and he has a tattoo on, like, every finger, mm-hmm. and one of them's the Superman symbol. Um, I saw. And another one, I can't tell if it's, one of them, I can't, it looks like a Star Wars thing, and I don't know if that's Ryan Johnson being cheeky. Because um, I think it's, I'm looking up the symbols right now, and it says, I think, the Sith Empire. Mm, so nice. I think Ryan Johnson's being cheeky. Yeah. That's true. I mean, well, does Dave Bautista have tattoos everywhere? He has tons. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how many of these are his and how many are for the movie. Yeah. I was going to say something about bodies, 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 but I'll hold it. <laughs> Thanks. Do you guys know what I'm talking about about tattoos? No. Never mind. Tattoos. Never mind. Never oh, mind. yeah. You know? The... Pete? Yeah. Oh! Have you seen that review where they're like, don't ever show me that again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um... Hey, Kelly. Yes. At the beginning of this movie, when they first introduced Birdie, I was like, is this just Penny Lane, but older? And then... Penny Lane started, would never. I, right. She started talking, and I was like, oh, she's dumb. She's too dumb to be Penny Lane. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> Birdie has canonically done blackface. Oh, she has. They she say that in the movie. tribute to Beyonce. Yeah, like, how... <laughs> I was, Penny Lane would fucking Never. Never. Yeah, it was just when it was like a big party scene. I was like, "Is this going to be like that?" It was not. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm glad, I'm glad you've seen Almost Famous now because now you're making. I can make that reference, reference now. <laughs> um, guys, Janelle Monae is the best actor of all time. Yes. Oh man, when she started speaking with a southern accent, I was like, "Oh man!" It's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah, she's really good. 
Yeah, she was really good at interchangeably going through it, too, when she would, like, her southern accent would come out, because it happened a few times. I liked yes. that when it switched so- and we saw that, because the first half of the movie, she doesn't have tons to do. She has, like, one scene where yes. it's, like, very intense. And then she's, like, the main um, character of the second half of the movie. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. So, I believe Janelle Monet is non-binary. Mm-hmm. But I oh, think really? they I go by both that. they, them, and she, her pronouns. Okay. Just like, oh, so you guys know. For letting me know. I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Janelle Monet uh, got famous as a singer first, correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eight Grammy well, nominations, yeah. apparently. <laughs> They're really good at acting. So the fact that they could do that to go to, to acting so seamlessly is very impressive. Janelle Monet can do anything. Dang. I, I, I believe it. They were in Hidden Figures, Moonlight, and Atlanta. Oh, wait, soundtrack for Atlanta. I was going to say, I don't remember Atlanta. Okay. Those are two movies that I've heard are good, but I have not seen, so. Uh, I don't remember. I've seen Hidden Figures. It's good. She, uh, They're very good in it. Uh, I was trying to place them for the whole movie, and I couldn't because my <laughs> brain couldn't think of the movie. And then uh, I looked on Letterboxd, and I was like, oh, yeah, I watched that like three times in science class. <laughs> it was hidden figures and october sky were always the movies that they played in science class october i I watched half of october sky in like my like civics class or something i don't know why civics yeah it was like a civics class (laughs) did you ever watch second no it's like constitution (laughs) no i wish Hey, Kelly, I did not realize that <laughs> Lionel was Leslie Odom Jr. Because I don't know faces. I don't know people. Really? Right? Um, I just... Well, but I just, you're the fucking Hamilton... I understand that, and um, I see it now. <laughs> I'm over here thinking this guy's Fernando, not realizing that Aaron Burr is standing right in front of me. <laughs> fucking dumbass. That's, that's funny, because, like... That's a good quote. And Leslie Odom Jr. is, like, in, like, the second scene of the movie. And I was like, oh, Leslie Odom Jr., cool. <laughs> These guys, guys, when they play their characters so well, they're just the characters to me, okay? (laughs) I get lost in the movie. Mark, you're just simple-minded enough to enjoy a movie. Yes, and I love it that way, okay? I don't don't want to overthink stuff and not like movies for it. Like, when movies do stuff crazy like this, that's why I just love Ryan Johnson, because he does this crazy stuff. My type of shit. Like, the back half of this movie is just fucking nuts. Yes. They use a lot of David Bowie music, and I very much appreciate it. Yes, they do. And I think it's all from Ziggy Stardust. Because both songs that I can pick out are from the Ziggy Stardust album. Yeah. Which made me think, I was trying to like piece it together. I was like, is he Ziggy Stardust? Because it's the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Ooh, Mars. Nice, so Matt, Matt. The snap, 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 snap. I was, I was thinking way too hard about it. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That's probably, yeah. I think the whole point of the movie is you're not supposed to think that hard. Right? That's why I was like, I'm thinking too hard about it. <laughs> Luke, did you realize a single David Bowie song was in this? I did. I recognized Starman. Good job. I did not. Also, the scene <laughs> that, that was going crazy right before <laughs> Dave Bautista died. The, yeah. the song what was, that it? was going nutso right before um, Dave Bautista died is also from that album. It's called... What's it called? Sorry. Um, what was that? What what animal? A uh, guinea pig. This not like a door. Oh. <laughs> was it... I thought it was a bird. It's called just Star, Hippo. I believe. 
Oh. Um, oh. That was Sam, yeah. I believe. Dang it. I had a 50-50 chance. <laughs> um, um, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Cassandra the name of Helen's sister, like, in the Trojan War? That oh, right. is it? I didn't realize it was supposed to be a Trojan War reference. I might be wrong, and I might be stupid. Wait, who Cassandra. is Cassandra in the, in the Trojan War? I don't know. That's why I said correct She's me the- if I'm wrong. Helen yeah, of Troy is a character in Yeah, the but I, I thought that Cassandra, Cassandra was the name of her sister, which are oh, the name of the sisters it? in the movie. Ooh, let me see, because that would be very cool. Um, this says Cassandra is the fraternal twin sister of Helena's. Oh, my. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's really cool. Guys, they torched the Mona Lisa in this movie. <laughs> yes, they did. I love the implications of this movie. <laughs> it's just I like, no it. more Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that Trini asked me that I didn't notice was, um, so Miles, like, doesn't expect Andy to be there, right? But he does mm-hmm. have a glass that's made for her, apparently, because there is a glass that has Andy's name on it. So... Not, I'm kind of confused on that, on why that he would make that, or did he have that from like a previous time or something? And I'm he sure it he had it before because they were married. That is a good question. Though. Mm, that's um, true. But when did they? Was he? Yeah, he, they were already like somewhat big by that time. Like they had a lot of money by the time like they split and everything. So yeah, right. they split because of the fucking hydrogen crystal thing, bitch, thing. whatever chemistry clear thing clear, it's yeah. clear did you guys think of clear rivers i did unfortunately. no i thought of clear rivers <laughs> we <laughs> just watched final destination threes guys jeremy renner's hot sauce plays an integral yes, role in this <laughs> and jared look Leto's, i'm so uh, glad alcohol alcohol yeah. you know, the kombucha Ew. that i put spoilers on the review i i'm so glad <laughs> yeah. i didn't read that until after i watched it I didn't want you guys to. Uh, yeah. I think my favorite line of the whole movie is, if I ever meet Jared Leto, I'm going to kick, I'm going to whoop his kombucha brewing ass. Yep. <laughs> I got share so that pumped sentiment. by that line. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. Wow. Hey. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is just a good movie, guys. It's just a good old fun time. I, uh, I, I thought realize. everyone died at the end. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, when it exploded? I <laughs> yeah. was like, that would have oh. been ballsy. Cause, <laughs> but, like, because Benoit wasn't inside, so everyone could have died. That's why He's I the only person that. keeping this series, like, connecting them. Okay. Matt, say what you're going to say, and then I'll try not to, I'll try not to forget what I'm going to say. That's it. Benoit oh. Blanc is the only character that connects everything, so everyone else can die, and it doesn't matter. Ah, okay. Luke and Matt, you'll get this. Kelly, I'm not sure. I was thinking. God damn it. Sorry, I was thinking that Andy, right? But really, Helen, um, could technically be somewhat of like a partner to him in the third movie, kind of like Holly in Mister Mercedes. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I feel like it's just gonna be three different things. But my theory was that like I thought she had died and blowed up, so I was like, I guess that's out of the water. But now that she's not i was like they could technically work together because they work so well together and he was impressed by her so it's like ooh, that could they be like the dynamic duo in the next one both doing 
Oh. That, I feel like you're on to something, because he did really set that up where he's like, wow, you're way better at this than I thought you'd be. Yeah. That'd be cool. What I love about these movies is the first one, we have a protagonist that literally cannot lie. That is, that is like, integral to the part, oh, yeah. to the plot. And yeah. in this movie, we ha- our protagonist is so good at lying, it's almost a problem. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, she's too good at it. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's I think that's part of the thing that like makes these movies feel so unique and different from each other. There's all there's like these little things. I've never seen a movie where it's like someone will literally throw up if they lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then in this yeah, one it's, it's like thing to write. It, this one it's so like the actual like glass onion itself and the setting. Like I've never seen a movie like this. It's so cool. You cut out for a second but you said the setting was so unique, right? Yeah, the the actual glass onion in and of itself and set on the island, it's so unique and I've never seen a movie quite like it. Yeah, for sure. Especially with Knives Out being, like, just on a mansion in, like, yeah. where was that set? I don't know, man. New England. New England. Sure. Um, <laughs> what? Wait, guys, uh, this is what people are saying on the internet, and I have uh, to agree. Have to. <laughs> Knives Out is an autumn movie. Glass Onion <laughs> is a summer. We need a winter and a spring. Absolutely. Yes. Ooh, what did a, a winter one? Snow. Oh. I was going to say it could get bleak really fast because winter gets oh. pretty bleak. <laughs> Guys. Oh. Yeah. He's thinking metaphorically. I'm thinking he teams up with the abominable snowman. <laughs> and they have just, a jolly good time. I want to see what puffy coat that Benoit's going to wear. <gasps> I need every single one of Benoit's slutty little gay outfits in this movie. <laughs> His, like, summer outfit where it was, like, striped, I was like, I want it. Luke, I was going to say winter being bleak. That is very Last of Us. Yes, it is. Which I'm replaying. I thought thought it was more fall. In fall? Don't make me cry. That's the only thing I know about it. He's referencing the part in Last of Us where it cuts to fall after, uh... Mm, Yeah. How far are you in the game? Three hours. Nice. I got it yesterday. It's the new one, guys. Yeah, no one will care. Oh, I forgot already you got the PS5 one. Does it look disgusting? It's literally so gross, Luke. It Uh, is beautiful. Nice, very nice. Like, obviously, I would not spend that money for a game I already have, right? But since I had, like, it was a gift, basically, um, I just used the money our grandparents gave us, the $50, to get it. Right. It is so nice, and it's, like, definitely worth it, because I want to replay it anyway and not, like, PS3 stuff. Like, so it's just rebuilt a whole PS5. Ooh, it is Could you practically crying, touch Joel's tears? Yes. And I'm so excited to mm. touch Pedro Pascal's tears, you know? Yeah, me too. Hey guys, one more thing about <laughs> uh, this movie. Um, Andy, I have to question, why would she send an email to everyone being like, got you guys' asses, like I'm going to give you one last chance. Like they made their choice, why don't you just like go to the press with the with the napkin before because saying, not like, hey. everyone acts like you would act matt Ooh. i'm just saying what is her motivation for like warning them? to be fair i also to get feel their like... ass <laughs> yes oh, okay. it's kind of like a <laughs> understood get them all freaked out but also you still know these people and you don't think one of them would murder you yeah, like straight you still, up. that's like, true You've been you would still think forever. with like yeah. yeah no matter what someone wouldn't murder you and so i kind of get it it's, it's a big fuck you in their faces which is pretty slay and like (laughs) (laughs) and then um but like i feel like that's why because it's like not like she Mm -hmm, thinks anyone mm -hmm. would do anything sure 
She assumes they're gonna show up, of course, but like she would just ignore them. But yeah, guys, I'm a little bit obsessed with what Daryl's room looks like. God, I oh, hate. Yeah. I hate using the term obsessed. I hate it when other people do it. So I, I are you serious? What I just said. That felt targeted. <laughs> I no, I really do. I mentioned it to Katie when people say like I'm obsessed with this. I'm just like, ugh. Um, sorry. No, but, I use it all the time, and now Do I'm you? mad at you. Yes! <laughs> what? I don't know if I've ever heard you say also, that. Also, I've heard you one time, maybe you don't feel, feel this way still, but I heard you one time being like, I hate people that say literally. Like, it's actually figuratively. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more when people use the word literally all the time. It's like, okay, calm down. I literally, literally don't use it all the you. time. That's <laughs> literally so pretentious, Matt. Well, Kelly, then I, I guess think I'm you said it twice in the group chat today. Was that on purpose? I listen. No, no, I'm asking if it was on purpose to be like a fuck you to Matt for and like you're purposely doing it, or is that just like natural? No, that's just how I speak. I didn't even <laughs> notice. When did see? Like, it doesn't bother me. I didn't even notice. Anyway, you say it bothers you, so. anyway, Daryl's room. He has a Steely Dan and a Rush poster, and I just—it's so funny. He's just such like a vibing kind of guy. Steely Dan. Where have I heard that before? Steely Dan. Uh, it was in the Oh Hello on Broadway. They kept talking yeah. about Steely Dan. Okay, okay, that's probably where it's. Yeah, <laughs> they sing. They sing uh, that famous song. Um, I'm a fool to do your dirty work. What? No, keep going. That's, that's it. Wait, Matt, who sings that song? That's Steely song? Dan. Keep it that way. Ooh. You definitely stole that from like a oh, six-year-old literally, teacher. like I think I was six years old when I heard it, and I've been. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has taken a dark turn. We've all turned dark. Turn. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's Guys. mostly people turning on me. Don't worry, Matt. Luke's I need on to your go side. get my charger. It's just Kelly and I turning on that. You know, and that's just normal. Luke, Luke's always on your Matt. side. Luke doesn't take sides. It's you and me against the world, baby. What? <laughs> was that supposed to be in reference or something? Oh, or no, I think it was just him. That's worse. <laughs> I, I was invading, calling you baby girl, but then I decided not to. So then it actually made it weirder to say. Whoa, wait, what did it, it was worse? It was. It was worse. Okay, <laughs> definitely worse. Guys, what do you think the physics uh, are of so? Helena has Andy's diary in her pocket, and it stops a bullet. Do you yes, think that, yes. Hmm, how thick does that diary have to be for that to work? At least 2.7. Yeah. Sure. The size of the bullet, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, what, also... Huh? Sorry. What was I saying? I don't I know. Forget. <laughs> I forget. I'm sorry. This is good podcast material. <laughs> Luke, did you I know? Think... I, I forgot this. That the beginning of Last of Us happens, right? And then it's 20 years before the next scene. <laughs> I forgot. I I replayed it like months ago, and I was like, 20 years? I thought what it was like fuck? five. Yeah, I thought it was literally like five. I was like, what the fuck? Why is it 20 years in the future? Sorry. Well, that makes it crazy. That means Ellie was born into it. Yes. Which is kind of the point. That is the Yeah, that's the point of it. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. I forgot to. 20 years is a long time. That's as long as I've been alive. Oh, no. Kelly has gone away. No oh, no. Kelly was getting her charger. Uh. Kelly is moving positions in the room. 
Guys, this movie, Puss in Boots. <laughs> you guys need yes. to see this movie. Dude, it's pretty good. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Guys, it's crazy. Like, I didn't even watch the first Puss in Boots. Like, I had zero interest. I would not have seen this, except everyone was, like, raving about it, especially Cosmonaut. And so I was yeah. like, I gotta see this. And it was it was pretty good. It was he, pretty crazy. I follow him on Letterboxd, and he just said Masterpiece. And I was like, really? Because he's kind of tough good. on movies. It's also, <laughs> like, it kind of, it changes animation styles only for the fight scenes sometimes. Like, it makes it almost, like, Spider-Verse-y. Um, oh. And it looks really good. And I actually thought it was really funny. But it's also literally a cat doing human things. So <laughs> I, would, <laughs> right. I was laughing at basically every scene that he was just, like, doing normal things. Um <laughs> You guys should watch it, though. Like, especially, it's a huge surprise. Like, if you go in thinking, like, this is going to be, like, the best animated movie of all time, you'll probably be like, oh, it's good. But, like, just go in imagining you're going to go see the sequel to Puss in Boots. Where is it? Did, uh, did you see it in theaters? Yeah, we went. We went. We were itching. Okay. We were itching to just go to the theater, and it was that or fucking Avatar. So, we went to go see Puss in mm, Boots. I think you made the right choice. A hundred percent. I will... This is not an opinion. This is a fact. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, is better than Avatar, The Way of Water. That's just true. I, I think that everyone will agree with you. Everyone here will. But yes. the ratings don't show that. Ugh. What is On the Letterbox, it Puss does, actually. On Letterbox? Okay, well, IMDb, Avatar has an 8.0. And Puss yeah. in Boots? Puss in Boots has a 7.8? That's Okay, so to be fair, that's really sequel. close for, like, a Puss in Boots versus yeah. a fucking Avatar movie, which is so good. That's crazy. Guys, it is so crispy. I think Puss in Boots on Letterboxd is in the fours. Damn. It's got a 4.1. Uh, Florence well, the- Pugh is in it. <gasps> okay. Wait, what? She voices Goldilocks, and John Mulaney is also a character in it. Holy crap. Olivia Coleman? Mm-hmm. Harvey Guillen? I believe so. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Harvey Guillermo. Guillen. <laughs> what we do in the shadows. Also, Olivia Coleman. Wagner so, uh, Wagner Mora's in it. He was in The Menu, um, and he was also in uh, Weird, guys, the I, Al Yankovic story. I didn't even realize oh. it was Guillermo. He's like a main character. Holy shit, I'm going to go watch it again. <laughs> well, I, I didn't place it on a voice. To be fair, it wasn't like I was seeing his face this time. I was just listening to it's voices. True. That's fair. I'm going to go watch it again, knowing that, and I'm going to like it even more. I love that Harvey Guillen is getting more work, because he's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I knew going in, Florence Pugh was in it. Right, um, John Mulaney. I didn't, but it's like immediately recognizable with John Mulaney's voice. Of course. So that's so cool that it's Guillermo. Eee. I'm gonna go watch it. I actually might go again to go watch it. No joke. Nice. Luke, when are you going? I should, but knowing me, I won't. <laughs> now you see movies a lot. Put some boots. I do see movies a lot. I don't, don't know like if I'll make it to the theater. I don't watch a lot of animated movies. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry. I do wish Glass Onion was in theaters. Because that would have been fun. It to was for like... A, it was it was only in like select theaters. Yeah, it was in select theaters, but it was like sold out up here too. Yeah. But that would have been fun. I hate that Netflix buys everything. Kelly, that picture looks like Kanye West. I don't know who it is. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Which would and be, it would only be fitting. It would only be fitting because there was also... I don't... This is very interesting because, you know, this movie had to have been written, like, a little while ago. Ryan and there was Johnson a, said he wrote it in 2020. Right? 
And then there was a comment about Birdie making some anti-Semitic remark. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, damn. Like, he was, had his finger on the pulse. Yeah, so I think that's supposed to be Kanye. Which would make sense as a billionaire basically based on Elon Musk. Who's super out of touch. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. That, <laughs> wow. Um, I do have a question. Did you guys notice that the Glass Onion logo was not on the napkins? Like, one of them had it, like, um, the original one had it, but not the one that he replicated? I nice. didn't notice until the second time when she pulled out the real one, it, it was, like, kind of prominent on the bottom. See, but that's something that. that Trini noticed, too. Man. She's good at this. She, she freaking noticed everything. That was she weird. should be a detective. Yeah, that was crazy. I, you know I noticed none of this, right? She'd go crazy at Clue. <laughs> <laughs> Clue's a dumb game, Matt. Dumped. Yeah, apparently. I don't really have anything else, though. This movie's Guys, good. It's fun. how do you think we would do in one of these mysteries? Jesus. Jesus? I would be, I would be the one dying, Kelly. I feel like if we could work together, we might solve something. Because I feel like all of us have, like, different skill sets uh, that would help us. Um, I will say not me. I went to an escape room with some friends, and I did nothing. Like, actually, not (laughs) a single clue came from me. Like, I was just there for an hour and a half just standing there. So, not a character murdered. escape rooms are stupid. Um, This one was actually, like, hard, but the people I were with were smart, and it made me feel really stupid, because I could not process anything that was going on at all. (laughs) Do you like the gang escapes, though, Kelly? That's a good episode. (laughs) (laughs) Underrated. True. Um, I'm obsessed with how Ryan Johnson is making these detective movies and decided to make the head detective, the funkiest little guy on the planet. <laughs> it's. I was thinking about that too because it's really hard to like write a character that you're immediately like connected with and who's so unique that like he becomes just like a pop culture character. And it happened almost immediately in Knives Out. As soon as he started talking, yeah. as soon as he came on screen, it was like immediately he's iconic. <laughs> yes, it's just. I'm sick of the brooding, like, angsty detective. Give me this bitch. Well, because also, it's always, like, brooding, angsty, probably British. And he went the An complete asshole. opposite. Yeah. Yeah, with the opposite <laughs> route. Um, oh, apparently, okay. Ryan Johnson said that he had an idea for each movie. That's what, yep. Uh, Benoit's accent to be inexplainably different each movie, but then decided against it. And I wish he did it so bad. That's what I was going <laughs> like, to say. Like, I love the southern accent, but it, it would have been just so funny. Yeah, just like to have a completely different accent in every movie for no reason. Yes. And not explain it. it. But if it he had to have one funny. accent, I think he picked the right one. Yeah. I think so. Too. It would be funny to be just a slightly different southern accent every time. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, like slowly start slipping into, like, a Louisiana. <laughs> and, like, but see if anyone notices. <laughs> Well, um, he's he does have a Knives 3 already, like, announced, but they just oh, need to yeah. keep making these. Like, Ryan Forever. Johnson should just devote his whole career to making Knives Out movies. I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, I heard him on a podcast I was listening to recently, and they asked him, they're like, did you, like, write this one, like, right after the first one? Do you know what your third one's gonna be? He's like, dude, I don't write, he's like, I haven't written the third one. I didn't know what the second one was gonna be when the first one came out. Nice. I do it as I go. And I was like, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. So, like... 
I think that's why it also feels so like he feels like he understands what's going on in the moment because he's writing it like right as he's doing it. Yeah, Kelly, those pictures are so funny. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going crazy. They're not mine. That is so gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Luke didn't steal it from you and send it to us immediately. Well, I didn't send it to him yet. Yeah, this is Fair. the first they, time I've ever seen it. Do you know how funny it is that Daniel Craig went from playing, like, James Bond, who is, like, had a history of being misogynistic and too, like, toxically masculine, <laughs> and now he's become famous for playing a character in a long-running series again? That's, once again, the complete opposite of that. Yes. <laughs> you can tell this is what he wants. <laughs> it seems like he's having a great I'm so happy, yeah. I'm also glad that, like, his James Bonds were not as bad with the misogyny and everything. True. Um, and then he just does this. And this is like, I just do this from now on. Well, and he kind of got lucky because they didn't know that this was going to be, like, a series when it started. It's just started out as a really great script and now it's just snowballed it there's gonna be at least three movies yeah i love it luke you got any other thoughts on this movie hmm oh hmm i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) you're spent from dark podcast i think uh i think we covered it all all right kelly um I really love the costuming in this movie. Oh, like, yeah. We talked about Benoit's slutty outfits, but everyone, <laughs> everyone's designed so perfectly in their costumes. And I love how Ka- Catherine Hahn's costumes, they're always just slightly ill-fitted. <laughs> her character. Like, her mask is falling down when they first meet her. <laughs> oh, yeah, and like I said, I hate stuff that is set during COVID, but like even... Their mask told us exactly what we needed to know about them when they showed up. Bernie's mask wasn't a mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but she was putting on the performance of like yes. she's wearing a mask. Whereas, yep. what was Dave Bautista's character's name? I honestly cannot remember. Um, whereas Dave and Whiskey weren't even wearing one. Right. Like even the the character design of his like speedo with a gun holster on it. Yes. Oh my <laughs> like, God. His name was Duke. Duke. Oh, yeah. That's right. Duke and whiskey. <laughs> oh, guys, the uh, Duke's mom. Did you yes. recognize her from um, Only Murders in the Building? Yes. She's also Mark. She's in Shiva Baby. What? I thought maybe you because we just watched that. Okay, you, did, you she, know that doesn't mean lot, anything. But... Okay, you're right. Sorry. She's great. That actress yeah. is has comedic timing that's so fantastic. Oh, she. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I did not realize that, Kelly. But I can see it now. Sorry, guys. Ryan Johnson's middle name is Craig. Heck yeah. Ooh, I like him. Matt, you should watch this movie Shiva Baby and die. I know. <laughs> no, and <then> die. <laughs> All right. Oh I my god! Imagine, movie. imagine in the next movie, the next Blanc movie. Rachel Senate. Dude, it actually might be with her. <laughs> it was straight up. <laughs> it actually might be. I mean, she's... What's great is that Shiva Baby 2020, right? That's, like, the first big, big thing she was in, right? And then, like, now Bodies, 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 and everyone loves her, and then went back to watch Shiva Baby, like we did. Like, she's about to blow up. She needs to be in the next oh, one. Oh, she has already blown up. Like, she right. has to be in the next one. Oh, yes. She needs to be in every movie. Ever. And every movie needs to be directed by Ryan Johnson. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I rocks with this too. 
Rocks. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. nothing else? I feel like there's more, but like, it's not coming to mind. Oh, one thing that I noticed that made me feel really smart when I noticed. Um, do you guys know what Kane's jawbone is? No. No. Um, it's a book. I think it was from 1934 or something. But it's out of order, and it's a mystery that you have to tear the pages out and figure out the mystery by yourself. Uh, um, which only, like, a few people have ever solved it. But that was in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> that was in Blanc's bathroom, wow, and I noticed it, and it made me feel really smart for seeing it. But very I also cool. thought it was funny. <laughs> it, there's something also very funny about that. He's... Definitely one of the people who has solved it. And it's just in his bathroom as he plays Among Us in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> um, Angela Lansbury's name on Among Us was M. She Solved. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. That is very funny. I only funny. noticed it the second time. Mark, do you know who Angela Lansbury is? No. She was the main character of Murder, She Wrote. Ah. And so her character was M. She Solved. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, so do you know who Steven Songdime is? Yeah, he writes plays okay. and musicals. Yeah, that's actually right up Mark's alley. It's, uh, well, that's why I wanted to know. Yes. Well, do you know what else? Hmm. He did Into the Woods. I know he was in Tick, Tick, Boom. That's what I was going okay. Yeah. <laughs> Played by Bradley Whitford. Yes. See, I, I know who that is. I don't Yay. know who could... <laughs> Anything else, but it's fine. Um, I love that she fucking destroyed the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good shit. Turned it you into know? the Hindenburg. <laughs> Guys, no piece of dialogue. Like, they they purposely, perfectly did Chekhov's gun. Every piece of dialogue. Holy said shit. Something came back, you know. Guys, um, we're, we have the movie on in the background, and we're all, Luke isn't paying attention whatsoever. He's scrolling on his phone. Shocking. I'm looking at Stephen Sondheim. Um, what he's done we're like an hour into the movie so we're before anything gets revealed Miles just took out the gun and put it into the drinks really? like you straight up see the gun Luke what? oh yeah (laughs) I remember that that? oh my god it's an hour? I want to see this it's 58 that's crazy dude go to 5830 5830 okay and then watch till yep did you see it? Watch till 58, like, 35. Okay. I'm watching. Is it close up on him? It's just in his hand. He puts it in the drinks. Hmm. That's crazy. Ryan, Ryan Johnson crafts a script like like Michelangelo sculpting the David. He just chips away here and there. And then <laughs> exactly. It's just a perfect finished piece. Did I sound perfectly douchey enough to end this? Yep. Okay, cool. Alright, I'm ending it there. Goodbye. <laughs> Unless you, do you guys have anything else? Nope. Nope, this movie's great. This cool. is good. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Listen to Into the Dark, where Luke actually goes insane. Into the Dark? Into the Dark. God fucking, I can't into my own fucking show. <laughs> <laughs>